Hey. What the? Hit the deck! <laughs> I learned this from the Marines. You were in the Marines? Yes, they were looking for a few good men, and so was I. Hi, guys. Welcome to Midnight Movie Night, where we discuss the most enjoyably bad movies of all time. I'm your host, Kevin Heisinger. Join with me for their first time on the podcast. He's hilarious. He's a comedian, producer of the Liar Comedy, also has a movie podcast himself called The Six Folks of Cinema. It is Keith Graber. Keith, good to see you. Good to, good to be on. Good yeah. to be here, man. Yeah. yeah, great seeing you again. I was also on the podcast, which is coming up. Yeah. And then also join with us. She's hilarious. She's also a producer of Slappers Comedy, and she also is a yoga instructor. It is Catherine Yoon. Catherine, good to see you. Thank you. Thank you. So glad. And I'm so glad we all watched this movie, which mm-hmm. is Mannequin 2 on the move, or also just mannequin on the move they couldn't decide when it came mm-hmm. out it's yeah, i'm repping i'm repping my philly gear for the movie look at um, you got my my ween hoodie on got my super bowl and i don't know if you knew this but i'm from philly oh there right? you go this is a philly based movie it's so weird this was in 91 and i like i was on south street hanging out in 91 so i don't oh, know I why know. i'm not in the background probably were they just didn't tell you it didn't seem like a very high budget movie so you probably didn't have to sign a release or anything yeah, <laughs> being yeah. like an extra but i will say i went to philly once a couple years ago for a day it was cool yeah. i like history That's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah like, i like the museums i like liberty bell it was cool i but... get the gist i'm out yeah, <laughs> yeah got... like, i went to edgar Allan poe's house that was creepy yeah. i didn't know he was banging his 13 year old cousin when he mm. lived there nasty I was just going to say great history in Philly, but then uh, <laughs> the next day and you're like, well, I already did all the museums. I don't know <laughs> else to, what else to do. This movie was in Philly. I think the first one, because there was a movie called Mannequin, which mm-hmm. was slightly better than this one, but it's not streaming anywhere. So I couldn't pick it. I have the DVD and mm-hmm. VHS, not to brag or like to flex on my DVD collection. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew McCarthy. No one came back to be in the second one except for Hollywood. The black yeah, guy. I, I dude, I'll go out. I'll go as far as to say, dude stole the show. He really uh, was the best part. Meshach Taylor uh, from Designing yeah. Women. I remember because I watched that show. Oh, right. <laughs> a straight young man. I'm straight as an arrow, but not that I care if you get it wrong. But and Designing Women was one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. Well, there you go. I never, I knew him from this and we miss you, RIP, but mm. he was good in this movie. He was, but what was weird? So he plays Hollywood, but he also plays the door guy, which mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, there he is again. I'm like, is that, that Hollywood? Was a, that, <laughs> that was a great gag. It's <laughs> like, wait, what? The, I thought it was going to be, and they just play it off normal. Like, oh, he's not wearing sunglasses now. Different actor. <laughs> like, no, yeah, it's the he- same guy. <laughs> And he got a little chance to do something different when he was the drill sergeant. And I, I don't know if we're in spoiler alert territory, but yeah. spoil away. This is we're yeah. talking about the whole film as much yeah, as we he, can. We could get when he through. saves the day. That was one of my favorite scenes when he's trying to he's trying to uh, not like sashay as a drill sergeant. Uh, and he goes, oh. saves his buddy <laughs> from being good. arrested. Good. That was pretty. So I will say, yes, he was probably the saving grace but i mean what's different because i remember i don't really remember the first one it was like an ancient egypt and she's the mannequin 
but this one decided no we're going medieval times with this mm-hmm. with this opening scene and ah, cool yeah no turkey legs but yeah uh, it's just like so con- well the most confusing part for me was that like okay whatever like she has the necklace they curse her and she's the mannequin but why is it the same actor from the the guy from the medieval times yeah, yeah, why is was, he the same guy that it was almost like a dream sequence or when like family guy does star wars and they're just putting yeah. everybody and you know i don't they never mention it it's a thousand years in the past and it's the same actor in the main movie i don't and they only mention it once where he has like victorian blood and that's why he's so good at sword fighting i don't mm-hmm. understand but he comes in and he saves her but these they're like 20 guys waiting on that bridge and they get in this whole sword fight but he kicks all their ass, which yeah. I don't, he was, he was good. He was a really good swordsman, but yeah. And the, I just love the gag that they do a couple of times where he's like, Oh, look over there, a bird. And then he steals the girl. Like they just, it was so <laughs> clever. Just draw their attention this way. And just, I don't understand, but I'm going to say that I think this movie was really, really funny. Like it I was, was, I enjoyed myself. I was laughing out loud on numerous occasions and Okay, so what happened here, what, you, what you're alluding to is what happens a lot in horror movies, especially ghosts, right. uh, anything that's ghost-based, is if you get too bogged down in the physics, it kind of ruins the fun. Like, enjoy what, you know, like, enjoy what's the, the, the beauty of it. Like, this is comedy, you know, and, and if you want to enjoy scary movies, enjoy being scared. But if you start, like, trying to define the physics, you're going to run, because it's not real physics. It's not fake physics. You're going to run into problems. And so when they're, whenever, I think that's when this movie was at its weakest, whenever it was trying to like, oh, this guy's doing this and this is what causes the curse and all that kind of stuff. I was like, I don't get it. But that shit was funny that I just saw. So I (laughs) like that part, you know? It was, I did like uh, when Hollywood talks about how he was in the Marines, like, well, they were looking for a few good men. And so was I, and that was (laughs) funny. (laughs) That was a good line. He had some. He had some good stuff, but she gets cursed into a thousand years into the future, which I still, yeah, I don't understand that curse. Like she's frozen unless a thousand years pass or she finds true love. Yeah. But wait, why does it, but all he does in the future just takes her necklace off. Yeah. And, and then she, I don't, why did it have to be a thousand years in the future for the way? Catch and grab. You can fall. No down. one. He's just been sitting there for, oh, she's in a museum in the future. And they all know about the legend. Like, why? I know. You know? Like, that, that's, the, that's the part that I liked the least about the film was that the plot line was all, like, completely known. It wasn't like, that, like in Splash, where everyone's, right. like, a surprise that it happened and, like, in, in disbelief. They were, like... No, there's a real person inside that mannequin, you know, and then like yeah. she turns into a real person like, what? <laughs> it was weird. But I did like, I mean, so we flash forward a thousand years in Philly and this guy's getting ready for work. And I like how his mom brings out the sack lunch, but she's like, hey, wait, you have to eat before you start your new job. It's like, you know, like I think you just have to eat. Period. I don't think it really matters. I think yeah. breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I don't yeah. understand. Mom's try. Mom's try. But his whole routine, where he's in that car and it's like outdoor, and he's just like putting his suit on, like tying his tie, and like nothing is flying away. So good for him. He's like <laughs> eating his breakfast and brushing his teeth, and he's like drinking coke to wash it down, as you do. But 
he starts his new job at what was this place where did he work was this like a department store yeah department store just like in uh the original was wanamakers i want to say i was i was so confused the whole time and it changed to macy's it's now macy's i think it um, did look like a macy's i wasn't yeah really... and i i want to say it's the same store but i i'm not 100 percent on that uh i tried to look it up but you know it's still like the the same Philly based thing, and they're trying to feature all of Philly in there. And I, I, I'm surprised I didn't know more about this movie being from Philly because you know how you know how much of a proud folk we are, a proud of like the little things that we, you know what I mean, like Anakin too, uh, yeah, and and the, you know the, the greatest thing. sports hero from Philly is a fake is a fictional sports hero, Rocky Balboa, you know, so like. What are you going to do? Like, so I'm surprised that this wasn't that big, more of a uh, big deal in Philly and in my life. But um, I mean, the budget was 13 million. It only made about three. That's so it wasn't it yeah. wasn't a big hit when it came out. I, is this because it was shot in Philly and no one wants to go there? <laughs> yeah, probably the truth. That was the number one. Yeah. Also, I mean, which is weird because Mannequin was a pretty big hit, but no yeah. one wanted to. See. It's I think. Well, it's just kind of like that escape from L.A., like or Home Alone 2. It's just kind of just a rehash of the first yeah. one. You know, I have a theory about it. I think this movie came out maybe about two, three years too late. This is 91. Am I wrong? It was. It's. I thought it was 80s for a while, but then I looked yeah, at it. Yeah, and it's an was, 80s movie. Yeah. And in 1991, people were over the 80s, and it was a different mood, and movies were different. You know, you start to get like Boys in the Hood type movies yeah. and even the comedies were a little different. And this was an 80s like like kind of romp. You know what I mean? This was yeah. like License to Drive or something where there's just this like endless shenanigans kind of thing, like uh, Ferris Bueller or whatever. Kind yeah. of feel. And it was, it was just a couple of years too late for that. I think that's what sunk it in the in the box office, at least. I still thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I just closed my eyes and pretended. It was 1988. <laughs> they followed it up right after, and we were back there again. I loved it. It should be. I wonder what happened with Andrew McCarthy and Kim. Did they stay together? They got married, right? I think they always get married. Did they? At the end of the mannequin oh. films. Oh, I yeah, really, yeah. I don't remember. It's been so long. I remember it's been a, a lot of it was the same, <laughs> especially the we'll get into those German guys, the bodybuilders. The, that was I in the love, first one, too. I love their names the are so like Arnold and like Egon. Like, it's just so, <laughs> like we get it. These are stereotypical people who are from Germany. Like, just yeah. yeah. And their whole intro scene. I mean, we meet the Hollywood and our lead guy. They drive under that bridge and they see we don't see the truck crash. We just see it. It already has crashed. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it backed up into the. And I don't think they are even German, like the way they pronounce English. Yeah. Or yeah. they real they... German, or they're English, like Americans pretending to be German. Like <laughs> I, I, I got know. the impression they were trying to make a three point like U turn. And then got yeah. stuck, or yeah, <laughs> in the middle of an intersection. <laughs> yeah, but they, yeah, they back up and they have. I don't know why they had the mannequin, but they they had her. They were transporting her to the sorcerer guy, uncased, like not in a you know, like this is and the she, most important. This is the MacGuffin of the movie. Yeah, and, and then the truck like is open in the back <laughs> of a truck, like, <laughs> and she just topples out. And uh -huh. but because our lead dude thinks 
she's real. He, he jumps in and yeah, it was yeah. the safe. <laughs> no, you know, again, like the physics, like try not to. Yeah, you know, I don't just think know. about it too much because I was like, don't mannequins float? Like, what aren't they? I mean, yeah, they would. She would have just ploppled and would just been right on top of the mannequins. Yeah. Are I don't think they're not very heavy. I don't. Yeah, and and if a mannequin did ever look like a real person falling. There's Man, something wrong. Yeah, making there's... movies would be so much easier. <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong with our lead guy, I think. Yeah. But well, I think that was the thing though, because then he swims to get her and he uh -huh. sees her alive. So uh -huh. I think he did see her alive, but oh, was it glitching? The necklace maybe was glitching in the water or something. Yeah, because I didn't we didn't have the budget. We just used the man actual mannequin for the stunt to fall off. But if he maybe had seen a real woman falling, you're like, oh god, I gotta save her, but yeah, it, it does. Yeah. But and I've never seen someone so enthusiastic about saving mannequin. You know what I mean? He, like, oh, he was. Why are you so passionate about this? He, when he brings her back to the department store and uh, he kisses her, that was that was a little, little much. That was a push. Yeah. He's all <laughs> talking to her because everyone was joking about the first one, how the plot is so weird because your Andrew McCarthy guy is just this artist, but who's in love with him. Like, you're an insane person. You love this mannequin. That is so weird. And this one, at least they only just kind of touch on it a little bit. We're like, yeah, this guy's weird. But then she immediately turns real. Because at first, I think in the real one, he was actually like in love with it. And then she turns and it was just a bonus that she's a real woman. But this one, it was just like. I love how long it takes everybody to catch on that it's the necklace. You know, it's yeah. literally the difference maker. All the <laughs> I know. And there's a whole subplot in the film where they put the necklace back on. He's like, no. And he's just, <laughs> yeah. he's just sitting there. And when he's still. Oh, yeah, God. I'm in the like writer's room. They're like, how are we gonna make this story work? Like, uh, like, oh, no one's gonna figure this out, you know. The, about yeah, this. they had a solid 10, 15 minutes they needed to fill to make this a full movie because yeah, there's a whole subplot. He just, what do I do? And he takes her out to dinner and he's still looking at her, and everyone thinks he's a psychopath. Which and like my should. favorite is the girl is always like so fascinated by everything, like she never complains about anything, not like, at all. I feel like that's like the like the stereotypical women all men strive to get, you know, like she's just perfect, you know, she's just fascinated by everything you do, like all the things in your rooms are just so clean and like perfect, <laughs> like, like, how did you get to be this perfect, you know, she's just like and not wor not yeah. worried at all that she's not yeah. in the medieval times anymore yeah. it's like oh this is the 90s okay yeah. <laughs> let's let's Are go sure and and you could take her out to dinner not only does it not have to be a nice restaurant not only can it be a cheesesteak place but she's happy <laughs> eating the paper yeah. <laughs> yes what a what a catch man what a she score really that, was that, great yeah and then i mean we got this whole Again, another subplot. Again, this department store, like the stakes are so high. We have to get ready for this presentation. This is like their grand opening. Mm -hmm. That's all we're leading to is like, there's nothing else really like, oh no, we have to that's, get really uptight CEO. Yeah, that's such that, an 80s like move to go. Like it's this yeah. grand performance at the end. Everything has to be perfect. And that's when we're going to get them. That's when we're going to show whoever that the world that this is how something really is you know um it's like it's like a karate kid or all those weird snow movies where they race it like they ski have a ski race at the end or oh yeah like you know what i mean it's like it's like so 80s that's 
that's the thing. This is an 80s movie. Just they're like, fuck it. Uh, In the wrong time like, zone. Yeah, I got delayed. And can I ask a question of like why all the American movies on like people who commute the, to their school or their work, like they're always so excited about it, you know, like they, they have so much energy in the morning. They're just, commutes are so smooth. Like, have you been like living in LA, like during the commute time, it's just like two hours of just sitting in a car, just, you know, mm-hmm. swearing all, it's just well, the right. whole time. This is, this is Philly. This is different. <laughs> like yeah. this is what, this is what his life is like. He's loving it he's getting ready in his car and he's just so happy to just have a job gas prices just right at the time probably yeah it was beautiful i'm lucky to live like 10 minutes away from my work not to brag but i mean i haven't really i've dealt with la traffic it's pretty miserable i but. now i'm gonna i'm gonna one up you i'm sorry but uh, i live in the next room from where i work so <laughs> hey not that trying is, to that is pretty, <laughs> not to flex I Zoom, wish. holler at your boy if you want a sponsorship <laughs> deal. Because like, uh, what we're all doing, right? I wish I could work from home, but I think most of it's sales. I don't have any sales experience, and I don't think I, I don't want any. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't like bothering people. That's just what tele, telemarketing is. You like to bother people? I don't like bothering people. That's what oh, I said. Okay. I don't like calling people. Period. It's just, it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. But you know, we get back to the. I just love that scene again when Hollywood plays two people as the doorman oh that's great yeah and, and i don't usually when they're like trying to get into clubs i'm like there's that giant line and usually he only lets the women in but he's kicking women out too it was mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh you're a couple get out like i don't that like was, what you're wearing that, that was, was a perfect scene that was, was different <laughs> when you like in comedies i love all the side gags i love like when you get a little scene where there's somebody acting out and you know, it's not integral to the plot and you just get a little piece of whatever, you know, whether it's a Saturday night, night live type of cast movie and, and there's a, someone doing a character or something like that. And just all the little jokes that are, you know, like the, the mole hair, the, Oh yeah. The sorcerer hair. guy. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> to that. And but they... I think the sorcerer was such a bad actor. Yeah. I, I find him to be just like just, this is such a bad acting that I just can't get on board with. But. You were not, yeah. You said you were very upset. You said you were gonna cry. This movie was so bad, <laughs> and she even asked me like, "Do I have to finish it?" I was like, I mean, "No, you don't." Want I to. to be honest, I didn't even know. Like, how do you know that was shot in Phillies? Is it just? <laughs> I don't know. You but... get to read it on Wikipedia because I could never tell it was Philly. Yeah. The, the skyline I mean, is Philly, you know, like when you see the, the uh, center okay. city and stuff in the background. Of course. And yeah. when, yeah. when they go in and get the cheesesteak and stuff and they're walking around, I, I, I saw a couple of places that I recognize. Because like I said, I grew up in Philly. I hung out in South Street a lot. I saw Manny Browns. I saw Jim Steaks is where they get the, that's like third and South, I believe. Someone's going to correct me on, in the, you know, in the comments. <laughs> in the chat. Wrong, but yeah, but it, it's, I, I, if you're from Philly, you recognize a lot of the stuff, so. Mm. But I will say, yeah, then seeing they get led into the club because, you know, she's pretty. And then he lets William in too, our lead guy, because why not? Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, so they're dancing, they're having a good time. But then she stops and goes, no, this is the way you really dance. Mm-hmm. And they start <laughs> slow dancing. Yeah, but like ballroom style ballroom style but he's like oh i get it and he knows exactly what to do but what i don't understand is that the music stops and i thought it was in her head and he was listening to it but then oh wait the, the club music yeah. 
stop too. Right when she decided, she goes, not even a like go to the DJ, like wait, put this on or something. But they just the music just changes. Like no, we're ballroom dancing now. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. It's like why do everyone at the club all like get like on board with? <laughs> I know because I mean? like, normally, <laughs> but then like if someone dances like in a real club, everyone's just like so annoyed by it, or just you just push it aside, or like yeah, it I, in the corner, yeah, the not. Yeah, not yeah. its proudest moment uh i will say that scene i that scene is I one actually, that i wrote down i was like i ah, could have done without it i'll be honest i was on board for this scene because it was so ridiculous and yeah. I, and because what was so funny about it is like if someone was dancing like that at a dance club everyone would just yeah keep dancing and yeah push like it wouldn't matter people are going to still dance to whatever the music is but the fact that everyone joins in it was just it was so stupid and i was just like yes this is exactly i was like okay this is i think this is kind of a movie too. like when you watch it without the music and the sound it just looks more extra ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> what's funny yeah funny you mentioned the music like all the songs in this movie i thought were so bad mm-hmm. every except for the only song that was good was the one from the first one which is starship like nothing's gonna stop us now but every song they chose but it made me again enjoy it more because like here's a song that sucks and they mm-hmm. thought it was cool and they thought like this is a good scene and i love the montages especially the next day when he's like making breakfast and he's oh. like and <laughs> the montage he's like love that scene that was, that was the yeah. sausage in the toaster yeah oh my and, God. and he's i just love he's like juggling <laughs> these eggs right and he throws them up and he's, he throws the eggs up and he has plenty of time to like grab this thing and place it under it for them to land in. I don't I don't think that's how gravity works, but it's fine. <laughs> also, mannequins don't come alive. So this movie's got some flaws. But yeah, <laughs> and I love. Oh, yeah. His mom in this movie is pretty funny. He's like, I'm not going to invade your personal space. But like, did you get laid last night? <laughs> like, not, I don't want to ask any personal questions, but like, yeah. did you did you? Like, he does live with his mom. But that's when we get our, our whole heartbreaking subplot where the, the necklace gets put back on. Oh, man. It takes up a song. I don't understand. Oh. And he's so heartbroken. Yeah. The poor you, guy. You realize the whole time you're hanging out with her, she didn't have that necklace on. And then when you found her, she did as a mannequin. You know what I mean? Like, put two and two together. It adds up, bro. It does. Yeah. But it's four, I believe. Uh, <laughs> what's that? Oh, yeah. One of my... I think the craziest scene in this movie, because again, those German guys like crashed their truck. They don't have it anymore. <laughs> and they were, uh, so they go hitchhiking, <laughs> but I didn't realize cause they're from German or Austria. I don't know, but I guess the way they hitchhike is that you do jumping jacks in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize you. And like, there's these female truckers that yeah. almost plow right into them. It's just, yeah dangerous like what and do you they're, guys they're do? like thirsty they're like <laughs> oh my because they're ripped is, and they lost all their clothes under their down under for us. builders yeah. i mean I, I would definitely stop to pick up those guys you know what i mean yeah. I, i'm down they're, for that yeah i think I that was the only shot. part of this movie the plot makes sense <laughs> these dudes in the middle yeah. of the street these guys these guys reminded me of okay so a little bit of night at the roxbury meets like the you remember the nihilists from the big lebowski they did yeah they dressed like them near the end too with yeah their like I, one of them was tops. flea i'm pretty sure i, yeah. I can't prove that but i'll look it up yeah. in the credits 
and what happens like this lady does pick them up in a garbage truck but the way she picks them up is she puts them in the garbage like Mm -hmm. she she plows into them that just seems and i don't really know much about garbage trucks but like i think you could die in Mm -hmm. there i don't think that's not safe if you really want these guys i think you want them intact Typical but, movie trope also is jumping out of a window and landing in a dumpster. Yeah. And those cushiony, soft, pillowy trash bags right. break your fall, but you no, know, no word on the broken glass. Like if you've ever <laughs> if you've ever been to a bar, you know when they throw out this trash bag, it's like all glass. It's just a bag yeah. full of bottles, you know. So like you gotta watch where you're doing that. You guys never jump into the dumpster before? I mean, I've thought about it. It's the story of all my relationships. <laughs> the dumpster fire, but mm-hmm. no, I thought about sleeping in one, but it's just a little, little smelly. But mm-hmm. I don't know what else happens. I mean, we got our CEO guy, and he's just so uptight, but going against that sorcerer guy, they're trying again, their whole thing, they're just doing this presentation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make a big... showplace of the workplace. <laughs> I wrote that down too. Mm-hmm. And he has these two assistants that follow him around all the time. They just keep repeating everything. And he has all these rhymes and shit. And this mm-hmm. like this department store has some interesting work. Oh, that fucking security guard, the creeper. And mm-hmm. all he does is follow around the perfume lady. Yeah, that was that was really rapey. That was very disturbing. <laughs> he flunked mace class. That <laughs> yeah, he's this dude is that was so one weird. One. And that's one thing I remembered from the first one. There's another character like that who's just the security guard and he's just so creepy towards women. That's mm-hmm. all he really... Yeah. Again, and that's an 80s trope. I don't know if 90s yeah. comedies got better. You can't excuse it, but you have to know that that's happening in all 80s movies, that they're there's a little touch of rapiness because, yeah. you know, they a didn't. A little, little much. They, these people weren't aware of boundaries at that point in time. And to be honest, like if they change that guy with different actors every time he shows up on the screen, like I would have not, not, not know. you know what I mean? Like if, yeah. if six different like actors played the same guy, like I would have not noticed because he's just so ignorable, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And- I will agree with that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Really hairsprays you in the face. Then then you gotta, then you gotta <laughs> he does. That's that's what yeah. stops them in the end. Spoiler alert. I mean, all this stuff happens. The sorcerer does eventually find mannequin girl and once his face gets arrested for Yeah. Yeah, all that I that a little bit of that lost me. Um, a little bit. Because of the whole like implausibility of like nobody would do like, that's not how like po- policing work, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I, it's you know, like I said, there's there's got to be a suspension of disbelief with some of the physics and some of how stuff works in there, but it's easy to write your way around that. So it bugs me when that, when that appears in movies, but and it, it was, yeah, it was just a little goofy and, and a little much sense, but yeah but I, again this movie's barely like an hour and a half so they just had to raise the stakes somewhat and just yeah, fill yeah, that yeah. time mm-hmm. and the only yeah the only finale we got is like oh and is it even like a the mall department store was already open what is this presentation for why mm-hmm. is it happening what is it even yeah I wonder that. what was the what was the the count what what did he want to pres- like how did he want that presentation to go was he going to show her as the real thing or or 
what was I don't know what was but, his end game that that did get interrupted by the hero yeah and it was so bizarre especially I do love I mean the sorcerer and the CEO are like at the thing the whole presentation's going down but William comes in to save the day and I love the sorcerer not only does he punch the CEO guy in the face mm-hmm. a couple times but he also shoots him <laughs> and then they just like oh we're just it's funny it's a gag yeah. he's yeah. he's gonna be okay and he's like asking for help but let's see those two assistant guys just keep rhyming and don't know how to help him because they've never had to deal you know the death before in their life but mm-hmm. that whole presentation i will say when the sword fighting and then we find out he is related to the guy a thousand years ago he has royal Bavarian blood he says it in one sentence mm-hmm. and they get this he looks fight. just like him <laughs> they get in this huge fight and i don't know but for me if you think about it maybe sorcerer guys are real like hopeless romantic like if maybe he's just like the one who's actually really really romantic because he wanted these things to go like he wanted the girls to fall in love with him so badly that he even went through all this I don't know, like tour and stuff. Like maybe it was like a real hero in this movie. <laughs> the sorcerer's the good guy. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, you know, he's got a history with her. I mean, was that supposed? I was confused. So is that the same guy from a thousand years ago, or is this some other dude? I didn't follow up. Was that the same actor? Was it? I was so confused. Well, considering that they were both the same actor, or they both appeared to be. Uh, I wouldn't think that in the in the lore that they were the same exact person, you know? Yeah, they but, would. I don't know, because she's the only one that comes back. But then these other yeah. two guys just have some sort of, I and don't I'm, know. I'm going to give credit to the Count that I didn't catch him once trying to kiss that mannequin. So uh, Points go to that guy. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> shot someone for sure. Yeah, but He did beat the crap out of someone. And, now, and the way he does kind of kidnap her and kind of the, yeah. at the very end and we find out his plan he's gonna try and keep her forever but <laughs> and i will say though for a finale just to have a random hot air balloon like i was like okay like i'm on board that was such a bizarre twist uh, it was just on the top of the building and that was just and well okay so they run up to the guy okay so the mannequin and sorcerer guy are on the hot air balloon they're about to take off and this guard guy standing there William comes up to him punches him a couple times but the dude doesn't fall down and then Hollywood goes no I got this and he like snaps at him and the dude falls over I was so confused by that yeah I don't understand maybe it was just like you know the early days of presenting the gay power (laughs) (laughs) it was just the guy was really homophobic and just felt It was right, right in that face of his. But yeah, yeah, he falls over and we get this crazy scene where he's just, I love, so they're like, William is dangling off this rope on the hot air balloon and they make it look like, oh, these shots of Philadelphia from so high. But I could tell they were just still on top of the building the entire time and it was yeah. safe, but. And yeah, I wasn't in love with the whole, I'm going to shoot the rope from here, like Robin Hood with a tiny ass Derringer pistol. Yeah, um, I just didn't understand that. Seemed like a waste of ammo. It took him a couple times. And also, the rope went, didn't the rope go all the way? Like, couldn't you just grab the rope and literally shoot it at point blank? Why, <laughs> why are you just... 
This guy was not. Um, thinking, I don't think a yeah. hot air balloon. He was from a thousand years ago, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too analytical for this age. Yeah. Yeah. Slow. Not too much. But... but I think this movie, it's like for women, we we would like complain about it like during the whole movie, but we actually like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just like, oh my God, the mannequin and like the, what is it? Like the air balloon is so lame. But then like inside, like deep inside of us, like it happens. I hope it ha- will happen to yeah. me or like, <laughs> I, want, I want this in my life, you know, it's just so that's, ridiculous, but I want it. That's all you want to be is rescued in a hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah. In Philly. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, above Philly, so you don't have to be on the ground. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I will say I'm feeling cheesesteak. It is, a, it's romantic. It's a good place to get rescued and stay there for there, 48 hours. The value of Philly is in its cheesesteaks. I'll, I'll give it that. It's, I will say. There's some I, really good cheesesteak places. I is did the have Philly one. the one with the cheese head? Do you guys wear it? No, is that's, the, that's Wisconsin. That's in uh, oh, the Green Bay okay. Packers fans oh. usually have the cheese heads. They're the, okay. Yeah, a whole yeah. assortment of cheeses out here in our You'd, history. Yeah, it's, it's weird. We should be doing that. You know, we, <laughs> have, we have cheese all over our mouth. That's how that's I know. The, they have it on their head. We got to get a cheesesteak hat. Shirt. Yeah. That really is. Why is it so famous for cheese? Like, do you guys produce cheese? Is there a lot of cows in Bilal? Like, Bilo- no, it's or? a certain type of sandwich. It's just the, the a sandwich that was uh, created there oh, and is only okay. sort of done right. Now, I'll tell you all the secrets about Philly cheesesteak. The bread, okay, it has to be the, um, oh, God, and my Amoroso rolls. <laughs> the Amoroso rolls, that's the ones you want. Don't get any other rolls. And... The, the cheese has to be bad cheese. It has to be either cheese whiz or like melted American cheese. And then the meat, it's just got to be steak cuts, but like super thin and then fried. And then that's the, that's the basis of the Philly cheesesteak. The best one is Steve's. That's my favorite. I'm sorry. I'll die on this hill. Sorry to, if any Philly people out there are like, no, nah, you got the Pats and Geno's, Jim's, it's Steve's, Prince of Steaks. There we go. And now I'm so glad we learned this tonight. You heard it here. American too. Now back to American too. That was, oh, that really was the gist of this film. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the sorcerer, they they finally put the necklace on the sorcerer and then he falls to his death, Mm -hmm. which was cool. (laughs) So so here's the thing though. Didn't the the necklace come off and shouldn't we have seen like just gruesome body parts? I thought... We alluded to that it was still on, or did it? I don't know. I thought he put the necklace on, he fell. Yeah, maybe. Well, it went through the street sweeper, so I don't know how they got that. Because <laughs> that was funny. The German bodybuilders go to save him, and then the street sweeper runs him over, and then he's dead. Yeah. I thought, like, okay, for sure he's done, which is funny. Like, it, it could have been gruesome, but they just had the mannequin get run over, and then yeah. they chase after him. And I thought that was hilarious, but then. We find they glue him back together and he's in the museum. I thought that like one of those things was like a setup, a punchline. It was funny. And then they just kind of just like ruin their own joke. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, he's still yeah. he's still we glued him back together. He's in the museum now. And then he's doing the exact same thing. The other there was an the opportunity there for a good joke where it couldn't be maybe not too gruesome, but maybe you saw like some body parts somewhere and you're like, Oh, I get what happened, you know. <laughs> that's the gag. They they ruined uh, it. Impressive, though, how they made something not as funny in their whole script. <laughs> <laughs> I will say. And I, I mean, love, like, you know, when they're trying to, like, make her wear the neck, like, with the count, countess? What was it? What is the guy called? Countess? Count, yeah. The oh, count, count? Like, the, the count. 
countess. Countess <laughs> 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 trying to make the wear right. the necklace, and she's just like she doesn't resist at all. She's just like <laughs> no, <laughs> and then he just make her wear it. Like she yeah. just have no like self defense or. And I love how they film that shot. They just basically did this weird close-up so you couldn't see her fake resisting or whatever that, you know, we're supposed to believe had happened. Uh, right. Yeah, she women was. are just weak, you know, or we're yeah. just weak, weak creatures. Although, <laughs> but that's that's immediately after, didn't, wasn't that the scene after she uh, escaped because she, she stole the race car? She had the she presence does. of mind. I was gonna say that race car scene where they're speeding through the department store. And what's funny, the three German dudes are like running after her and <laughs> William even hops on and then they're going through with an uh-oh, two security guards that are a lot smaller than the guys we're running from. And she has to like pull to the side and turn around back towards the guy you're running away from. I don't think like you, they would, you would just get caught at that point. But then no, the German guys get scared and go, oh God, he's coming at us. And they run away. He's got the car. Yeah. <laughs> like you were chasing, like just, just tackle her. Like as, yeah. you guys are so much bigger than her and this car. It made it funny, but I was like, okay, this guys, that's not how chase scenes work. I don't, you understand. Like if you're running from someone and then uh, another obstacle, you go to the left, like you don't turn back around towards the person who's chasing you. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not like how it works. Bugs Bunny logic when when they you know there's a telephone pole that's falling instead of stepping like a foot to one side they just right. run the distance of the telephone pole. <laughs> uh, it's just it was a very know, cartoony movie. Like for me, like these three German or Australian, I don't know the stereotype <laughs> guys are just yeah. there's coaching the coach like act, acting coach was like, just try to be as useless as possible. <laughs> that's the character goal here. I will, say, front, yeah. I will say they were another saving grace of this movie. But again, it was kind of a rehash because there were two Austrian guys, I think in the first one, that mm -hmm. were also trying to get the mannequin. They were also really goofy and do a lot of stuff like that. So it, it's just still another rehash. I like these guys more. And I still enjoy, I enjoyed this movie. I don't know. Would you guys recommend Mannequin 2 as like an enjoyably bad film to other people? I would. I honestly love this film. Uh, <laughs> That's good. I, I didn't, you know, sometimes you watch a bad film and you're like, it's trashy, but it was kind of a waste of time. You shouldn't watch it. I did. That was my mistake. This wasn't that. I felt, I felt like the feeling, this is a good, like, literally at midnight when you're yeah. you're by yourself everyone else is asleep you're just i just want to watch something stupid and kind of like feel like i'm part of this weird sort of romp scavenger hunt type of scenario for an hour and a half and you know like i, I liken it to things like license to drive or weekend at bernie right. where it's just this weird chase everything's crazy weird people are chasing you things go wrong antics ensue it all turns out fine in the end it was fun i liked it there you go well i would um not recommend it masterpiece you know what i mean i, I can't, just cannot empathize empathize that em enough that um all the actings are on pain point and all the castings are on point i guess um mm -hmm. it was, i guess it's just as a, like a girl it, i would like it to 
force uh, my boyfriend or whoever to watch it with me just to suffocate them you know (laughs) but that's my recommendation there you go just as torture that's good (laughs) and we'll say yeah i'm i'm gonna say i do recommend this i try to pick movies that are so bad that they are good and i will say watching it today i was enjoying it it got there are a few parts where it was just it clocks in at an hour and a half and i was never bored there's a few parts like okay i could do without but then something like the club scene like the chase scenes or just the German guys come in. I'm just like, okay, like this is so ridiculous and mm-hmm. so over the top. I'm just sitting here thinking like, what were you thinking when you wrote this? Especially that whole presentation scene, which I don't even know what that was with like the medieval garb and that they were wearing and then they were all dancing and I just still don't know what they were presenting. I don't know what the point of that was, but that's why. And that was so funny too. It just, the stakes were just so low in this whole movie. Nothing happened in this movie, but mm-hmm. I was so okay with that. And, I said, and yeah, I will say, yeah, watch Mannequin well, too. The actors and actresses are so pretty though. They're like- They were, yeah. That lead yeah, guy they're... was in a, he was in Fright Night, which I really like. Not a lot of people yeah. have seen that vampire flick and this. And that was about it for him. Yeah. So that was I think, I think the inspiration behind this film was look, uh, the creators were like, we have Coke. People like movies. We're just doing it. We're pumping <laughs> but, it out. But, but that's an 80s trope, bro. <laughs> Did yeah. people keep doing Coke in the 90s? Is that a thing? <laughs> doing <Is> that, it. <laughs> I, was... I mean, just crew just wanting to eat like Philly steak a lot. They mm-hmm. just say, okay, yeah. we're going to shoot it. Are we going to say on location we don't care what kind of movie we make just (laughs) food is good there yingling lagers and and philly (laughs) cheesesteaks it's true but it's funny because the first one i think was in philly too i don't remember Mm -hmm. and hollywood was in the movie and the same old thing happened and he doesn't acknowledge it ever that he oh really i always thought he was in new york i don't know probably no i think Catherine, you're right i think the first one was filmed in philly but in the script, it was supposed to be in New York. I think because I, I remember reading that it was supposed to be on Fifth Avenue. It was at a store in Fifth Avenue, but they used Philly as that store. <laughs> and Hollywood has one line where he, but he's also so scared by it all. But he just says, oh, this has happened before. But the, <laughs> the whole rest of the movie, he's just so flabbergasted and has no idea yeah. about me. Is he really gay? Like, or is he just playing gay character? <laughs> <laughs> this is such a like... I don't know. You said Keith. Politically incorrect question. (laughs) Keith said he was playing, right? Yeah. I, you know, I don't know if if we're asking if Meshack Taylor was gay. Yeah. The Hollywood actor. I can look it up real quick. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I actually don't know. I mean, it feels like a pretty. Because it's important for me for the plot lines. (laughs) It's an intimate question to ask. It is true. I'll do it. Yeah. I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> people want to know these things you know if the, the actual play the gay character is actually gay these are the real question you need to be asking one thing I, feel like I gotta go back to like nine, uh, 1989 and get an inquirer from the supermarket like that's how he i find like, out <laughs> well you said he's in like a fashion design show that's how he started was that i mean uh wow okay so he was married to a woman with three there you go uh children okay. four children and um, I don't, I mean, I don't know that he was gay. Uh, who knows? But probably in the club. I mean, he had four yeah. kids. So good for him. That's what it's, is, yeah. It's, is that a tough thing to do now? Is because we're, we're sort of like shifting away from like, if you're not that, you can't play that, you know? And I think it's so lame because I love this yeah. bit 
this comedian has. Well, I mean, I'm trying to write a bit too because, like, you don't have to be that to you know just look at that Harvey Milk movie with Sean Penn. Like, you didn't. Yeah, I agree. Like, Sorry, Sean Penn. Like, you it was like you could maybe win an Oscar, but we're gonna go with Doogie Howser on this one. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't have to be actually gay. Like, it's called acting. I don't. Think yeah, exactly. It's if to be playing a gay person, you're just you know, and I don't really think so but i will say one thing going back to the fact that he is straight because his portrayal in this movie as hollywood is so over the top and flamboyant mm-hmm. and kind of a stereotype which would make me believe that he was a straight actor because a lot of straight dudes play that super over the top which is sure but the, kinda, sh- yeah. the sachet the walk the the movements <laughs> that that was it was too good. I think, I think <laughs> maybe maybe he did some method in this. Maybe his wife was... might have hated this movie. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, because like in Modern Family, I know like the overly gay couple or like the guy that's really flamboyant in real life is straight. And the one that's, you know, just gay <laughs> is gay in real life. Yeah, it's a weird way to say it. But yeah, he's just, you know, the one that's more subtle is actually gay. So it's just oh. interesting to think about. And- and Hollywood sunglasses in this film kind of made it for me too. That was another thing that <laughs> his I, al- every single outfit he wore. Yeah, and like, everything. Was, but like just the, I was like, you could sell those now. Like I don't think people know about that now. Like you could, I could probably market those. The the scissor sunglasses. Oh my god! I was like, yes, I want a pair of those. I don't know I why. Did. I was into the fashion of this movie again because like the 80s was trying to die and this is one of those really lame movies it was like no it's still alive <laughs> like it's we're oh, still doing watch. it, yeah, it like- <laughs> kind of like what we did Xanadu and it was like 1980 where disco was trying to die with this movie just be like yeah. no it's still cool right <laughs> like we're still is- doing it this was 80s CPR that's what this whole movie really was, was just not trying to keep it down but yeah, thanks so much for being on. I appreciate you. Uh, where can we find you guys on social media or if anything you want to plug? Catherine, after you. Okay, I, I go first. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I just have so much going on in my life. You know what I mean? Um, you, uh, you can check me out on Insta, Instagram, which is Catherine Comedy. Um, I post like once a month, so you should follow me because <laughs> there's rich, rich <laughs> contents there. Uh, no, I... Um, I, yeah, so just, I mean, I, my, my, my stand-up comedy is just outstanding. If you there check you go. It out. So, <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's amazing. It's refreshing to hear honesty. I like that. Um, <laughs> no. Okay. So my, uh, so you can guys, you guys can find me on the socials usually as at Keith D Graber D as in David. That's boring. I usually say dickhead, but um, yeah. David is my middle name. So uh and i'm looking for a twitter army so if you're on twitter please follow me um but also my uh the the comedy virtual comedy club that i work with is liar comedy at liar comedy on all the handles um we usually have you know we have big following on instagram that's the place to find us and i just launched i want to this is my one plug if i get a plug that i really want everyone to know about i just launched my own merch page and it's stupid and it's on Redbubble. It's like imagine Spencer's gifts, but without all the class. Uh, it's called it's called Yesterday's Sushi, and it's you can find that on Redbubble. And if you follow me on any of the socials, you'll you'll hear about it. So, thank you. Nice, very yeah. cool. I gotta get some merch going. Well, oh yeah, I'm trying to follow me on Twitter too. I'm trying to get a Twitter. I'm trying to get like one of those memes on one of those pages. Just one of my mm-hmm. tweets. That's all I want in mm-hmm. my career is just to be on a meme somewhere. But. <laughs> 
thanks so much for being on guys i appreciate you loved it loved every minute and just, it was so much fun <laughs>